everybody, I'm Dave Lane. We want to welcome you to the Parent Pause. I know that parenting can be difficult, and so I'm excited to be able to be here to encourage you in your journey as a parent. I'm also excited to be joined by my amazing co-host, Emma Smith, who happens to be my daughter. And we're going to talk about parenting, and I'm going to be coming from the perspective of a parent. And Emma's going to be sharing some things from the perspective of my child. And so we're going to share some times where I did it well, and sometimes where I fell short. Because we all know this, that parenting isn't perfection. And there is no perfect parent. So, we hope this encourages you. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am here again with the one and only Emma Smith. Hey guys. And uh, today we're going to be talking about maximizing your influence. And I've been reading a great, I've been reading a great book, Em. It's called uh, Just a Phase, So mm. Don't Miss It by Reggie Joyner and Christine Ivey. And it talks about influence. Let me ask you a question, Em. How important is influence? Influence is extremely important. I think we have a culture that is constantly influencing all of us in every mm. every aspect of our life, right? So it is foolish for us to think that our kids aren't being influenced, mm-hmm. right? Like they're being influenced by everything around them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, influence is a really big thing in our culture. And do you think as a parent sometimes, because there is so many influences, mm-hmm. a parent can say, well, my influence kind of gets lost in the in the shuffle of everything. I think it's really easy to get caught up in the busyness of life and forget about the influence you have on your kids. Yeah. Because I think the thing that, that, that spoke to me the most when I read this book was that as a parent, no one knows my kids better than I do. Right. And because I know them so well, I have the most influence over them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say that 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 idea of knowing your kids so well um, – and you'll kind of get into this as we keep talking, but it's 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 during an age gap, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you are when they are little, it is really easy to know your kids. It's mm-hmm. really easy to kind of know how they tick and 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 how they work. And then as you get as they get older into their teenage years, mm-hmm. you may not actually know them as well mm-hmm. as you would want them to, depending on how so, you, yeah, approach yeah. parenting. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it seems like yesterday I'm. I brought you home from the hospital, <laughs> and now you're a 20... 24, turning... Four year old. I'm turning 25 this month. That's like a quarter of a century. <laughs> and then you're married, right? I am, yeah. And so it just seems like yesterday I brought you home when you're this cute little thing that was totally dependent on me, mm. and now you're this independent woman, married, and out of my house, and all that kind of crazy stuff. And so, so our kids change so fast. Right. And so as parents, I think it's really important that we stay connected. Mm -hmm. And how we begin to do that is by understanding our influencing and maximizing it. Mm -hmm. In this book, it was really interesting. It says that as a parent, we have two major major influences. Right. We have a position, it's positional influence Mm -hmm. and relational influence. Yeah. Now, do you understand the difference of that? Yeah, I would say that positional would be like when they're younger and it's mm-hmm. like, I'm mom and dad and I say this. And there's a little bit of relational there, but it really is this 
I'm the protector, I am the caregiver, and I'm going to make sure that you are safe compared to relational where, where they get older and it changes drastically, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not as much of I'm protecting you, yeah. but it's... I'm releasing re- you. Yeah, I'm releasing yeah. you and there's relationship there. Yeah. You know, in the, in the book, it has this timeline, which is really interesting because it says at the, at the beginning, mm. positional is really, really high. Right. And relational is low. But over time, they kind of come together. And between grade probably seven, eight, and nine, they flip. That makes sense. And so it's no longer it's no longer the positional influence that's driving you. It's mm-hmm. the relational influence. And so I have talked to parents who have come to my office with junior high students. They're like, I don't get it. Because six months ago, I would tell them, you're doing this because I'm your mom. Right. And now I tell them, and they're like... <laughs> So what? Like, who cares? Who cares, right? And so that relational, we always have to keep in mind that that relational influence is going to flip. And so we need to be working on our relational influence on the kids. And so what that means is we need to maximize our time because that window really closes. Right. Because the parents have done this well, it's seamless. Mm -hmm. They just transition, right? Because positional influence is given. Yep. Relational is earned. That makes sense. Right. But the cool thing is is God's given us so much time in a kid's life to work on that. But like you said, we get so busy. Right. That you get distracted. Yeah. And you miss out on these like critical phases in their life. Right. Yeah. And the positional influence is working. Exactly. So why work on the relational? Exactly. And then one day, all of a sudden, it doesn't work anymore. And oh. you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did we do? Because yeah, here's the thing is, is the time we have with our kids starts off like it's like huge. Mm. And then it narrows down. In this book, it talks about the fact that for a preschooler, we have like 12 hours a day. Mm. And then for an elementary kid, we have six hours. And then when they get to junior high, a middle schooler, it's four hours. Mm. And then high school becomes two hours. Because we had that driving time, right? Right, yeah. They get into high school and they drive themselves. And so when you parent, you always need to keep in mind the end. Right, like and down the road. Working, yeah. Always working on that. Because ultimately, we're not, I, I read this, that we're not raising children. We're actually raising adults. Hmm, very interesting. Because the goal is freedom. Right. right. As much as I love you, Em, there was a day I wanted to let you go and be like, like, you can't, you can't. Your kids, you don't want your kids staying with you forever. No, because that's not healthy. <laughs> right. And if you, if, if you keep pushing that positional and you don't have that relational, then it, it becomes very unhealthy for them. And also I think if you don't do the relational and then they actually do leave the nest, their desire to come back and and like keep that relationship, if, if there actually hasn't been a relationship developed, then what relationship are they coming back to? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you parent differently. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, you know, with Bobby, when he was a kid, I would just say, Bob, you're doing this because I'm your dad. Right. But then later, as he got older, he would come to me and say, okay, dad, what should I do? And I said, buddy, this is what I would do, mm-hmm. but the choice is yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you said, like that that relational stuff starts when you're younger, right? Mm-hmm. Like you start developing that when you're younger. When I was a kid, spending time with you and mom, like playing with toys and stuff like that, like that seemed maybe pointless to you, Mm. right? Or when you were super tired, Mm -hmm. not desirable, Mm. but being able to start that there where, Mm. oh, mom and dad actually care enough to 
play Barbies with me or all those things. Like as I got older, those things changed, right? I no longer played with Barbies, but it was, hey, let's, I want to actually talk to mom and dad about this thing, or I want, I want to spend time with them in this way. Um, But it started when I was younger, when I was younger. And as I got older, that changed and the relationship changed, but it didn't fizzle out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's in the book, it, it talks about the lifespan of a child. And it actually divides it into four components. Mm-hmm. And every component has a word to mm-hmm. kind of think about. And so for a preschooler, the word is simply embrace. Because hmm. as a kid, you just basically need to embrace their physical needs. You need They need a secure yeah. attachment. And so mm-hmm. by the fact that we care for you, we change your diaper, we... we we, we, we feed you, all that kind of stuff. What that's doing is that's establishing physical trust. 100%. Even is. though you don't know me the way you would know me later on, it's just that positional, right? And then for an elementary kid, the word is engage. Hmm. And it's engaging in their interests because when you do that, you are earning relational credit. Now, if I'm being honest with you, this is the phase I struggled with the most. Right. Like I would be working at the office. I'd be exhausted. I'd come home. And both you and Bobby would be all over me. Right. Because you wanted that relationship. You wanted to, because in your mind, dad was the world. 100%. Yeah. And like, I know that like playing with Barbies or, or like coloring with me or like whatever we were doing at that stage probably didn't seem overly interesting to you. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Um, And so that would make sense that it would be a challenge. But you were... But what we were doing is I was actually creating or earning relational credit right. that I would later draw from. Right. Now, I didn't realize it was going to flip because I didn't read this book. I didn't have that information. But mm-hmm. that's what basically happens is we're, we're building up our relational bank account mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. later we can draw from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in junior high, that's when things kind of flip. Junior high is such a weird stage. uh, I think that's the age that no one wants to go back and live. (laughs) It's true. It's true. When I was a youth pastor, it was really hard finding junior high leaders. (laughs) Senior high could get, junior high was tough because there's so much going on. So there's grace for you parents. There's grace. There is. Junior high is a weird age. But the word that we want to keep in mind is affirm. Mm. And how we affirm is through relationship. Mm. We don't affirm them by telling them what to do. Right. They come to us and we affirm what they're doing. So what we always want to do is we want to affirm their personal journey. Right. And what happens because junior high is so weird and they do weird things and they still <laughs> want you to know that you love them. What you're doing is this, is you're like we said in the first one, you're earning relational credit. What you're doing here is you're proving a relational commitment. Mm. No matter what you do, no matter how awkward it is, I'm always going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things for me in junior high, looking back, was when you and mom showed up to things. Do you know what I mean? So if I was doing something at school or if I was like involved with something at church um, and you guys took the time to be present and support me in that, it was that age and stage where like that really became prevalent. When I was little, I was like, oh yeah, mom and dad are here. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. But in junior high, it's such an age where you're insecure and it's like, as we said, super awkward. Mm-hmm. So being able to look out and be like, my mom, my mom and dad are here. Mm-hmm. There's there's power in that and there's mm-hmm. value because then your kids see that, that you value them. Yeah, because in junior high, everything is constantly changing. And yeah. so you need someone who you have relationship who is affirming you in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And in high school, the word you want to keep in mind is mobilize. Hmm. You basically want to mobilize their potential. And what you're doing here is you're leveraging your relational influence. Hmm. Like I said before, I couldn't tell you what to do. But I knew because of our relationship, you would come to me. Right. And so I would tell you what I would do. But then I would say, okay, now, Emma, that's your decision. But I'm here for you. Right. And even in that stage, like if there were moments where you and mom had to like go, yeah, you're not doing that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're like not saying we were ever in danger, but mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like it, with a student, if there's times where you you as a parent go, mm, because you, because for safety reasons, I don't think you should be doing that kind of thing. Mm. Um, as much as kids might be annoyed with you in that moment, mm-hmm. if you build the relationship aspect that the damage that might be caused in that moment, mm. right? And I don't want to use damage, but like that conflict in that mm. moment actually won't be as intense no. if they actually have a relationship with you. Yeah, because what you have is you have the relational credit. Mm-hmm. And they're much quicker yeah. to come back to you, even if they're annoyed. Yeah, because yeah. what you're doing is you're withdrawing from the bank account mm-hmm. of relational credit that you did back when they were in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And so it all kind of comes in play into play. But you're, you're exactly right. Even those moments where you have to step in and say, you know, as your dad, this it's that relational that's always going to balance, mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. balance it out. And the cool thing is this: is because you and Bobby are now adults, that relational doesn't that relationship doesn't stop. No. Like I'm still your dad. You still come to me for advice. You still there are talk so to me many things. days that yep. I call and I'm like, yep. SOS dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what I would say is this: is relationship is everything. And the cra- crazy thing is this, is from the moment a child is born, God gives us opportunities to earn that relationship, to build that relationship. Mm-hmm. Our choice as a parent is, are we going to take the time to actually do it? Mm-hmm. Like I said, positional is given, relational is earned, mm-hmm. right? So now I know there's probably some parents who maybe this is the first time they've heard that. Right. How do how do parents who already have students that are like in high school, in junior high, where they they feel like they've missed the the like first few stages, how do they take this information and actually run with it? Okay. What I would say is that there's always hope. Mm. And there's always time to begin to build relationship. Mm. But what I would say, let's say I was a parent of a junior high and I realized that I've been even a high school student, I've been pushing the position up and telling them, this is, I'm your dad, this is what you got to do. And I haven't worked on the relationship. I think what that parent needs to do is, first of all, confess where they went wrong. Mm. They actually need to go to their, their, their child and say, listen, you know what? I've learned some new things. I should have built that relationship. I never did. Will you forgive me? Right. It's that idea of, hey, as a parent, I'm not perfect. Yeah, it's that transparency. I think you can never go wrong because here's what I would tell you is that transparency communicates to that child your desire for a relationship because mm-hmm. you've opened yourself up because mm-hmm. that child can do whatever they want with it. Right. But you become vulnerable because you've realized the importance of relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I think anywhere where you're at in this thing, there's always time to turn it around. Mm-hmm. But you got to be willing to be transparent. Right. Because in that moment, you don't just, like, as the kid, you're not just sitting there being like, oh, they're just seeing me as their kid. But they're actually seeing me as a human being who has feelings, who has emotions that acknowledge, hey, the way that I've acted, because I haven't invested in relational, I can see how this might have hurt you. Yeah. 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 And you said this before, Emma, that that there's power in the word sorry. 
100% there is. But don't put a but on it. Because the moment you say sorry, but, it just runs out. I was really bad at that as a kid. That's yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> but the thing is is, is, is what I would say to a parent is just that transparency needs to be really crucial. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Em, I think that is it for today. Uh, it's been really great. So we want to encourage parents. You need to maximize your influence. Awesome. Right? We have more influence than we know as a parent. And we need to work on that relational because that relational is earned. We hope this is encouraging to you guys. And remember, there is grace. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's grace in all of this. We'll see you next time.